Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today I have a really special treat for us. I have a fellow author, and we're going to talk all about this incredible story that was birthed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Today, I have Jenna Bushspies with me, who is the author of The Darkness of Spring, What Lies Beyond the Shadow. Welcome. Hi, so nice to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm really excited you're here because I want to kind of paint this picture for our listeners right now of your book cover, because it really drew me in. I wish I could do like a whole, you know, telepathic, be able to see my screen right now to show everybody what this book looks like. <laughs> yeah, I brought it, even though I know they oh, can't goodness. the video, but I was like, I need to have the copy to like embrace the, you know, the art of it. So yeah. Okay. So hold it up for me again. I know, sorry, listeners, you're not able to see this, but my goodness, it is like this beautiful woman with flowing hair, this huge flowing dress in like there's branches, like she's in the forest and it's this dark sky that she's standing against, but there's this beautiful glowing full moon and she's actually kind of cradling or caressing. And I don't know what this object is. I wanted to ask you, Jenna, like, yeah. what is she holding here in this image? Uh, that's so amazing that you asked. It is a pomegranate, and that's kind of the key of the cover um, to help readers identify who it is. It's actually Persephone, um, and the pomegranate is the fruit that she ate, um, which Hades gave her and cast her into uh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so I got goosebumps as you're saying this because I hadn't even mentioned yet this whole beautiful connection of the goddess of Persephone and, and how that has so much inspiration into this. So Share with us, there's so much I want to ask you here, but <laughs> share with us like the premise of the story and just yeah. pull us into what it is that you're writing about here in your story. Yeah, definitely. So I've always been drawn to Persephone and I never knew why. Um, actually, it was in one of the Fantasia videos when I was younger. And I remember being like, wow, this beautiful woman, who is she? Um, even though she was a cartoon, um, but you know, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And um, I was obsessed with Greek mythology, uh, Roman mythology growing up. And, you know, during the pandemic, I kind of came to this realization that um, I had been a victim of abuse growing up um, and not just myself, but my siblings as well. I had got custody of them and I kind of realized, you know, 
this was me taking back my power, even though I was put in a place of not having control over my life. I really used that to rein back in my power, something that had been taken from me growing up. This book is a collection of poems of, you know, heartbreak, of going through realizing that I'm a survivor of abuse, going through um, raising my siblings, becoming a parent, a single parent at 26, you know, tied in with the story of Persephone because I really connected to her and thought that her story was a coming of age, a coming to her power. And I really, that resonated with me and that really helped me dig deep into myself. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So first of all, I was going to say, yeah, you look really young, right? This (laughs) 26 years old to be in this role, this mothering role now at this point where essentially, I mean, I don't know about you, but at 26, like I was still mothering myself. I was still figuring out who I was. So first of all, congratulations on just all that you are and what you've been through. And thank you for putting this story out there because it is just, it's really powerful to see someone come into so much strength through challenge and diversity. And the big word that keeps coming up for me here as you're talking is like cycle breaker. And really like breaking that generational, perhaps trauma bond that sometimes we don't realize is ongoing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I, I can see your, your face and your response to that. The listeners cannot. How do you feel about being a cycle breaker? <laughs> it's at times it feels really heavy, you know, like that responsibility to do that, to actually do it, you know, not just work on it and maybe get there and get really close and then get scared and back away. Like, you know, actually defeat those demons and actually break the cycle of abuse and trauma. It feels heavy, but it's also very empowering. You know, it's, it's a scary thing, but it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, when you fully embrace that and you know, what the book is about is embracing the darkness that comes with that too. Mm -hmm. And this is just so beautifully timed with where we are in our moon phase right now. We are shifting into this full moon energy and the full moon is where we really do tap into our emotions. But a lot of the time, the stuff that's coming up is that deep shadow work that we haven't acknowledged, or maybe we've seen it coming and it's like, no, 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 I'm not ready to go there and do that. Mm -hmm. And it's the phase where unavoidable emotions tend to come up and you really get the choice to either deal with what's happening and to move through it, even if that can mean sometimes chaos or, you know, having to confront really difficult conversations, even if that's internally, And you get the choice in having your personal power, I think really is about, I chose to walk through that instead of it happened to me. And I I love that your story really unfolds a lot of that and the poetry. So tell us about when did you first start writing poetry? Oh, wow. Um, It was actually when I was about, um, oh, geez, 13, maybe even a little bit younger maybe eight, my grandfather and my grandmother had passed away. And then I had a friend who had actually got run over by a bus and he was like 12. It was really bad. And then, you know, all the stuff going uh, on with my parents, um, the abuse. So it was a way for me to find someone to listen when there was no one, you know, like the pages echo back at you, everything you're feeling, you know, those words are far louder than actually speaking sometimes. Um, And I just really felt inspired 
by hard things. Like it felt easier for me to speak when hard things happened than it did just going through normal life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that line you just said about the pages echoing back. And it's just such this resonance of the things that we didn't even realize were inside of us once they're on paper, like the journaling and, you know, poetry I used to really love as a child too, going through uh, like a really difficult home as well and having a lot of abuse there and not knowing how to deal with that and having it come out through poetry. And then also forgetting that I knew how to write until like very much so later in life and connecting to that as an author now. So I love that you're on this path of putting it out there more to people and allowing that story to be. Yeah, thank you. No, it was it was scary. And I almost got cold feet right before I did it. I was kind of like, ah, should I should I do this? Is this, you know, really being so vulnerable with people I don't even know around the globe is super scary for me, especially just you know, taking my voice back and stepping into that, you know, doing it with friends and family is one thing, but doing it with complete strangers is like, whoa, are you sure? <laughs> but it's, uh, it's been really awesome. Like I sold one copy in the UK and I was like, wow, who, who would have thought, you know, like somebody in the UK now knows my story. Like making connections is really what I see as the meaning of life. So even if it's, you know, just someone random reading my book, even though it's scary, I've realized that that's kind of what I want to do in order to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. And I think you like hit the nail on the head here when it comes to actually doing the thing that breaks that cycle energetically, psychologically, physically is doing the thing that scares us most and allowing for someone else to see our truth and not for the point of they need to see my point, but because they will reflect their own experience and pain through it and, Mm -hmm. and actually grow from you having the courage to share what it is that you've gone through. So it's a big deal in an amazing (laughs) way. Like you should be so super proud of yourself and everything that you're allowing yourself to experience at this point in life. Thank you. Yeah. And you know what you just said, how people are going to reflect on it. i one thing that I really believe in, one of the poems sits on this is like, we are just mirrors for others and they are mirrors for us. And I really want this book to, you know, be a mirror for people to reflect and to number one, be able to show up as that their authentic selves and not be scared of those dark things. Like, you know, they're not alone and like going, you know, mental health is really important and don't run away from the things that you've been through and the things that you continue to go through. Like, face your demons, you know, like stand up to them. You can do it. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And this energy we're sitting in is the one that encourages you to do that. And it may feel like this climax of my goodness, everything is up to the surface here. And we naturally, I find as humans start to kind of push down everything that comes to the surface. But the funny thing about where we are right now and pushing things down is we are actually sitting on a full moon that is a super moon as well. And this super moon is a second consecutive super moon of four. So we've got two more coming up after this in the next months of July and August too. And the reason this is really impactful for you, if you're listening and you know, myself and Jenna today is that whatever it is you've been working on over this past month, as these two moons have hit, there's this amazingly huge energetic portal that has been opened of release 
And the supermoon occurs when the moon passes much closer to earth than usual in orbit. So it visually is actually much bigger in the sky. And with the moon being so symbolic of our inner needs, our intuition, what lies beneath those dark sides, that subconscious triggers and limiting beliefs, this is the signal to know that what's being highlighted, you're getting an opportunity, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times <laughs> to address what's going on in a powerful way and take that as your cue. Whatever comes to mind today that is going on, if it pops into your mind right now that feels like I need to address that in my life, this is your sign to take some steps forward to doing that in whichever way is most appropriate for you. And I highly suggest picking up this book. You, you've said some amazing quotes throughout the book. And I, I love the line about, you know, humans crave connection and how much we need that. How has that been, you know, maybe something important for you in writing this book and sharing how much of a connection it creates with others? Well, first, thanks for reading it. Oh my God, I just like got chills. Thanks. Um, that's so funny that you brought up that line that I've always really struggled with that. Like as a child um, growing up, I've just had this super deep like craving for love, for connection. Um, and in facing my shadow self, you know, I've, I've realized like it's because I didn't get the love that I feel like I deserved growing up um, from my father. I, I used to think it was a bad thing, you know, wanting someone feeling like you need someone to be there. But I started to realize maybe, you know, true love isn't just romantic love. Like it's the friendships we have. It's maybe a, a mentor you have. It's it's your grandmother. It's your sister. It's your dog. Like, you know, these energetic connections that we make like it really truly vibrates through you and it doesn't just have to be through romantic. Um, and that's, you know, it's not a bad thing to crave connection. It's, it's a normal human tendency. Um, and so accepting that, you know, has been hard, but good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Accepting connection too, right? Like when you think about that and how it's regardless of how much we may try it, it seems like it is a part of our genetic makeup <laughs> that we need others, even when we want to push them away. Exactly. No, that's, that's exactly the point of this too, is to, connect with people. Right. So, yeah, well, your story is very much so a journey of, uh, you know, I I've read here about how it being one's a journey of one's darkness and the discovery of one's light, like through that darkness. And I just, I resonate with that so much and going through so many similar things to what you've talked about in, in my own ways. And, I really do believe that we attract into our lives the people that either reflect where we are on an energetic level or also what we've been through because we know them through that vibration and we can relate. And so sometimes, you know, we may come across people that you connect with instantly and it may feel like, well, no, like, you know, why am I so friendly with this person right away? And I know we've learned to really protect our energy in society and not necessarily open up and don't be vulnerable, but trust your body's knowledge in the sense of like, if you feel connected with somebody, even though you don't know them, right. Maybe you really feel connected to Jenna through her story here as you pick it up. Cause I'm going to encourage you really go ahead and actually like pick it up. I've got the link in the comments here with the description. <laughs> and if you feel connected to her through this story, there's something for you there that's worth exploring, right? There's parts of you maybe that 
are being reflected back that are showing up for healing as well at this time. And there's this thing that happens. I find when I work with clients, there's this like spontaneous healing that if there may be a, you know, a group that's going on or like a retreat or, you know, large circle of women, and we will have spontaneous healing among many with one person's story. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. I actually did, um, (laughs) almost against my own will. I did my first live reading of my poetry, um, last week at um, a mental health event and just hearing people get on the stage and share their stories. It was like, like lightning through like my body, you know, and, and all through the different formats, like there was music, there was poetry, there was just people speaking. It was just amazing. You know, what sharing those words can actually do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Finding your voice and being brave enough to actually then voice it to others is an incredible thing. And this energy here in Sagittarius that comes in with our full moon is really calling in this kind of like wise beyond your years vibe. So those of you who are star seeds or who feel like an old soul, this is your opening up. You're ushering into the next level of acceptance for who you are and what you're experiencing, what you're here to do on a soul level. So it's really much of the allowance of surrendering, surrendering to what's coming up and noting that there has been a lot of family wound healing that has been going on through this super moon energy. And even if there's layers to it that maybe you thought you've dealt with and are complete, it's okay if something else comes up in a new way. It's meant to at whatever time it wants to trigger within us and allowing for that to happen. So Thank you so much for being here, Jenna. Yeah, thank you. And I'd love to ask, is there, uh, what is the best way, I guess, first of all, for people to get a hold of you to find your book? I've got some links, but tell us as well. Yeah, so um, I have a website still under construction, so that'll be up soon, but um, hit up my Instagram. It's just Jenna Bush Spies. And then, yeah, the book on Amazon, same thing, search up my name, The Darkness of Spring. Yeah buy the book and connect with me on Instagram, message me your thoughts about the book. I love hearing from um, people that have read it. That means the most to me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for being here and for everybody else out there. Happy full moon, go ahead and dive into this amazing read. And I'm sure you'll see parts of yourself within it as well. Thank you so much for having me and everyone. I hope that you enjoy reflecting on yourself. I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion-filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best-selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com. And remember, Katie is spelled K-A-D-Y. While you're there, check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life, including Moon Logic Magic School, spiritual coaching, and options to visit the Enchanted Forest. Remember to sign up for your free monthly Moon Magic Calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business. 
and connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Romaniolo or MoonLogic.Official. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back. Thank you.